We're back, bitches. We are back. I can't believe it. And I meant that to males, females, that no one's discriminated yeah, yeah. against that word. Absolutely not. It's, we, a, it's we, a term of endearment. It is, and uh, we want to be as inclusive as possible. <laughs> you know, we encourage inclusion and diversity on this podcast. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. We want to make sure that everybody can hear it, especially those that are, you know, just joining us, the newbies. We appreciate you already. For our younger listeners, <laughs> it, like, it irritates me that we have to, like, do these, like, uh, Trigger warnings. We do. <laughs> like, we do. It's kind of fun, though. <laughs> I, I will agree. And it's the society we live in. But, uh-huh. yeah, we. I grew up as a 90s kid, which is arguably possibly the best generation ever to grow up in this world. As why, why do you think that? Because we got to experience... The babies of the 80s, the 90s we, kids growing up. The 90s kids growing up are the most amazing generation for this reason is that we got to live in the world before the internet. Mm-hmm. And we got to live in the world post-internet. Right. At like also when our brains are developed, mm-hmm. like, we got to see what it was to play outside, hang out outside. Uh, to 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 our uh, international listeners who don't have internet. <laughs> no, no, you do have internet, and it probably changed there too. But like in Colombia, kids still play outside a lot more. I feel like than they do now. Yeah. Like it was about communities playing hide and go seek and these games called manhunt. Yeah, we talked used about to like and, yeah, and, and, and just you know the football and all these things. You, you that's grow why up, you grow up being a, a member of the community instead of an online community, which may or may not be what it looks like from the outside. And and the reason I say it's the best is because unless there's a catastrophe that that stops all electricity or or, or computers from working. Mm-hmm. We'll never go back to that time before the internet again, ever again. So we got to experience that time at its best because it peaked. Mm -hmm. We were part of that, and it was a lot of fun. Building forts and shit outside in the woods and, like, crazy shit. But at the same time, our generation is is to be blamed for the, you know, narcissistic, sociopathic uh, effects of the internet. (laughs) Because we, we, we took it, and we said, you know what? I don't want to do that. I don't have to. I can be somebody else. I can completely hide behind something else online. You don't have to be a member of a community if you don't want to be. Then you become a member of this weird online community. That's right. And, and yeah, we just <laughs> jump everywhere. But yeah, no, that's that's that that was me just going on a little rant because we had to Riffing. we had to uh, address that because we always do and and we don't ever mean to like. No, we mean whatever we say, but <laughs> <laughs> we're not trying to be mean is what I'm saying. Everything's true. said with like, true. passion and like yeah. coming from a good place. We care least. about it. We care about, you know, the, the content. We care that it's, uh, it's effective and it's getting across to you guys. And we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't care very much about it. So that's what's important. So uh, we're back at Hourglass. This there is we our, go. This is our third podcast from Hourglass. This might be our little home base. This, this is number 13, baby. I can't <laughs> believe we made it this far. Uh, you, might, one, three, you might remember, I, I made a big mistake uh, when we went to Too Much Sauce and we interviewed the owner, Evan Dimov. Great guy. Um, but the mistake was I said it was episode 11. It was actually 12. <laughs> so strike that from the record in your brains. Go back and listen to that episode and just pretend I said 12. There we go. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, back at Hourglass. Yeah. Um, and tonight they're doing bingo, and it's the, probably the first really cool night of the year. It's in the 50s, and we're sitting outside, but we have a little bit of something to warm us up. There goes the first door that just closed, oh. so we can talk a little bit louder. So, oh, normally we have a corner. <laughs> just to let you guys know, we normally have a corner here, always at the same spot. It's perfect for the podcast. Those episodes really come out yeah, good. they do. And and today I come in, and this place is packed and it's all these quiet people and i'm like what is going on and they're playing fucking bingo it's a cult it's oh, a cult. No, oh it's... 45 
in 35. So we're outside, and I'm not going to lie, for being raised northerner, you know, I come from the north. <laughs> You're a transplant, officially. But, boy, but when you think this I'm is cold, cold? I'm cold a little bit, man. <laughs> but I'm in shorts, just, you know, traditional winter style in yeah. Florida. I was going to wear flip-flops, but I figured, why, why, why do that? Oh, another thing. Sporting oh, my, my Florida Maker's Mark t-shirt I wanted to show you. It's pretty cool. That is actually pretty bad. We got them uh, last week. We did a little tasting at the M Bar, um, which is this. It's in the same building as kind of this office of collaboration of investors and doctors and uh, lawyers. They have a bunch of extra money, so they have all these old cars. And they also own some airplanes, so they have a bunch of stuff like dedicated to airplanes and, and like big boats and stuff. For the listeners that don't that don't know what Maker's Mark is, it's a bourbon. Yeah, right? yeah. Just a, just just for some people that may Kentucky not Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's fucking delicious, guys. Whiskey with no e in and it. And girls, just it is absolutely K-Y. always a a bartender's friend. Meaning, like it's always a good go-to. Absolutely. In the bourbon world, it makes it makes great cocktails, but it also is good on its own. It's Absolutely. good meat. It's good on the rocks. I and, like it on ice. Uh, yeah, it is good. It That's makes, my favorite. So anyway, this event they were giving out some stuff, and they didn't actually start giving out the T-shirts until later on in the evening. And so our boy Raf, he says, "That guy got a T-shirt. I'm gonna go see if I can get one." I hand him my ambassador card, which is. It, the ambassador program is like a fan club. Raph's not a member no, of that? No, he is. He is. Oh, okay. We joined the same year. He actually got me to join. Got it. He sent me this like invitation to join. So what it is is basically you get business cards. You get uh, like a Christmas gift every year. They send you something that's like a Christmas ornament apparently is what it is this year. But, oh, nice. It's uh, been socks before. Yeah, previous yeah. it's been socks or like a scarf. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. pretty sweet. Yeah, and they're really good quality. Right. So they give you these card stock business cards, and you can ask for more whenever you run out. But I, I gave him my business card. I said, just see if he'll give me one. He's like, no, you got to come up. You got to come back up to the bar and, and ask for one yourself. You got to give me your card if you actually want a T-shirt. Okay, I'll do that. No problem. So I got it. I was surprised they he actually had my. Too? He got one, and Corey got one. Nice. I was like, dude. <laughs> they're really nice T-shirts, guys. Like the red. It's red with uh, it's the like state of the yeah. Florida. Yeah. It's got the state of Florida outline in the back. And it's the, the best T-shirt material you can get. That's like right. that's my favorite. Like, yeah. Because I can tell already. Yeah, you can just, but just by looking at it, it's super comfortable. Yeah. Super soft. Yeah. Makers yeah. Mark don't fuck around. No, they don't. And they're not. They're not lower on bourbon. They're actually they're like, I wouldn't say the highest end, but they're on the higher medium end, right? Like. I would and, say, they, yeah. and then they have like their casket. Uh, their, their That's right. And they were letting us try. The whole event was a tasting for this. They had some like code for it. It was like two letters and a number, like K K. That's the name KG5 of the barrel or whatever. or whatever. That was no. It was the um, the type of oak stave that okay. they used. And yeah, that's yeah. like the latest varietal. So this year they're releasing that, and you can't buy it anywhere except for at the distillery in Loretto, Kentucky. Road trip. Is, so that's what I said. <laughs> well, that's the other the other part about being a member is that when you sign up, they tell you within you know six to eight years your barrel that has your name on it and the date that you join is going to be ready. Oh, and so you take the road trip and go up there and you, you know, do the bourbon trail, but you, you end up there and do the tour there, which is apparently it's one of the best experiences as far as distilleries around the world are concerned. It's like oh, world class. Nice. Very, very pretty. It's got a lot of nice grounds. It's almost like, like an estate. But anyway, you get to hand dip your own two liter size barrels. 
or not barrels, but um, bottles. But bottles. So they you get give, one in one, one yeah. liter one. Yeah. Well, they um, they they give you like just for sticking with it, just for coming to do that. They give you something as a token of your appreciation. We met a. Can guy, you stay on property? I don't think so. Okay. But we got some we got some intel from a guy who is uh, he'd been to the distillery nine times. Lifelong ambassador since he was really young, since they started the program. He's probably in his 60s or 70s. And he's like, I've been back nine times. Every time I go back, they give me more bottles. <laughs> that's I'm like, it's like a mecca. It's it like is. a mecca it for is. bourbon. <laughs> I mean, that's it. It doesn't get any cooler than that. Then uh, uh, I see it from a marketing standpoint, and I see it just from a from being cool as shit as as me wanting to do that uh-huh. like how how perfect that is is that they they make, you join the club you get your perks and then on top of that you you get the opportunity to do this experience with a barrel uh-huh. like that was made that yeah. same time you joined like it's your it's your bourbon yeah it's your bourbon and like i'm sure not all of them are the same you know like yeah. that's what's cool about bourbon is like it really obviously depends on the barrels or the wood that it ages in, I guess, sure. or yep. before. Yep. So, meaning that, like, yours is a very, it's going to be unique. Yeah, it will be. I mean, they, they try to, when it comes to that, the regular, like, base makers, they try to eliminate variation. But when you go a step in any direction, whether it's up or to the side or whatever, you get something that's special. It's, it's significantly different. They make a real point to say this is going to be sweeter or this is going to be smokier. And you can taste the difference because they've engineered it that way. But as far as like what we get as, you know, in return for being the ambassadors, it's nothing really special. It's just, okay, here's your bottle. It's got your name on it, you know. But it's, but it's just their it's traditional from, it's recipe. It's from your barrel. It's your traditional recipe. Okay. Right. Okay. So, okay. So I thought maybe they were all a little custom. Mm-hmm. I got, all right, makers, step that up. Yeah. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get your shit together. So all right, did, well, did we ever talk about the beer? I'm sorry. <clears throat> hey, guys. We uh, yeah. So, so we're, as we said, back at Hourglass. We're outside. Because they're bingo. And we are uh, currently enjoying two different variations of what's called the giant, giant dwarf. Low temperature. And one of them is coffee, and the other is vanilla. So one's having the vanilla version, I'm having the coffee version. And they're both 11.5%. Can I get a quick uh, 1 out of 10, or 1 one to 10 scale rating from you? Uh, okay, so guys, I am drinking the vanilla That's right. version. And... It's a good quality beer. I mean, like, this place never, ever, ever seems to disappoint. Let me just take one little sip. Well, swish it around a little bit. When you're in an 11% beer, right, the difference between a really good quality beer maker and just anything under par under that is at 11%, a beer can be very strong tasting. Mm-hmm. Like, it could... Where, where it takes over the, the, yeah alcohol. coach your mouth with alcohol <laughs> this doesn't do that and 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 just because of the craftsmanship that that puts it just above that gives it an automatically like over an eight because of the quality of the beer that it's at now with the flavor i would say 8.7 yeah that's where i'm it's at not with this quite beer. to the foxtail double coffee that we have usually and 8.7 is high as fuck that's it's and, good and, and it's maybe good. i'm I mean, just feeling cold you top out at 10 maybe there's some shit like no cocktails <laughs> might might be my favorite what about you what I'm do you think say, about your I'm coffee i'm gonna say it's um it's definitely not as good as foxtail if i remember correctly we we came to a consensus of just over nine nine out of ten i think it was 9.1 is what you gave it i think i gave it like a 9.2 or something 
three because that's like I yeah. said, that's that's the, it's that's the, the gold standard. Yeah, it's it's a like go- that is a gold standard so, beer, guys. And uh, if you come to Orlando, you guys know the routine. This is a place you must visit. I like this beer. beer a lot, but I would say yeah, it's probably about an eight, flat flat eight. And, and when we're talking about stouts, you've had some good ones. I, what was the one that you brought to me? That was a dark horse brewing, I think, from like Michigan. And that was like a seven percent, but it was all flavor. It had some smoke to it. Yeah, it, it was a lot. really good. It was really good, but I had to wait so it got to the right temperature. You know? <laughs> oh, because what? It was warm. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you brought it to me like middle of the day. Yeah, middle of the day. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. it's been in my car. I'm like, yeah, I hope it's still good. But it was good. It was good. No, no, it was in my car that day. All right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It was always in the fridge. But yeah, was it? You liked it? That was good. It was good. So, so guys, I think we talked about that before, and I was at Total Wine. And this beer is normally for a four pack. It's at twenty eight ninety nine. Get out of town. So so it was Get a crazy sale, and I got the four pack for like six dollars. Yeah. So I thought it was a great you time to try. Swooped in. I swooped in. Yeah. yeah, I bought like two packs of that shit. Nice. Well, of course it's like yeah, like you said, a four pack. So. Yeah, it was a four pack, but for twenty eight ninety nine, regular price. Get Come the on. fuck out of here, Dark Horse. Business? What are you, a comic book? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Maybe yeah. that's what they did. You, they you come with a free DVD. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good DVD. Yeah. Shit. Dark Horse Spawn. <laughs> Whoever saw Spawn. Y'all, saw y'all, Spawn? Oh, I saw Spawn. I saw Spawn in the theater. Shout out to John Leguizamo. Shout out to Michael Jai White, actually. There you go. Martin Sheen's slumming with style. <laughs> Look at him. You remember he was in the movie? No, I don't. <laughs> yes, he was the bad guy. Oh my like god, I'm trying to picture him. That was his main enemy. Yeah. I used to collect Spawn comics. Really? And Max. Mm-hmm. Which is like their two main characters. I remember Max, but I don't remember much about it. I just, just buddy, a weird. Was it was a, a weird. It was kind of like a. It was out there. It was yeah. weird. It was totally different than the Marvel and DC world. Yeah, because those are usually like, here's a happy ending, and there normally isn't some kind of like occult side it's, to it. The superhero is just so weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. I, lost, I, did, I did lose me some Spawn, and he had a cool-ass story, and that was like, I wish that they redo the movie, or someone does it, their own version that of it. That would be cool, but who would play the main character? That's probably the, you know, the hardest question you know, I mean, because a lot of people really like that. Even though be, it, yeah. it didn't do, a, I enjoyed it. It didn't do terribly well, but some people. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was a fan. I was happy that they made that movie into that. It came into fruition. And plus, I'm a John Leguizamo. Like yeah. I used to fucking love that guy. So he got too political for me, but what, I still love you, John. What did you think of his roles in the the John Wick series, or have you seen those? I've seen the first seen one the first and the one. second one. He's good in that. Um, he's good in The Counselor. Have you ever seen The Counselor? I have seen The Counselor. Oh, oh, that movie shit. is tough. It's probably it's the most brutal movie. <laughs> like one of the worst ones uh, ever? No, no, no. It's not necessarily brutal. It's just like, I don't know if you know the story about it, but the guy who wrote that screenplay is an author. And he made, or he wrote the book for No Country for Old Men, which won Academy Award for Best Picture in like 2007, I think. Was that with, uh, what's his name, uh, being, being the director, Clint Eastwood movie? No, it wasn't an Eastwood movie. The Coen Brothers did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Love me some so, Coen Brothers. It's really good. No, no, it is. It is. It is. The thing about it. that movie is that it's so much like the book. That's the one with the heist, right? There is a heist in it, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a... That's the kind, main point of the movie, kind, right? Kind of, like, I mean, a guy, a guy, find, a guy finds a, a bag of money in a, like a, a desert that has it's post drug shootout so there's just him 
There's one guy who's dying like a dog. <laughs> he follows the dog and he finds a, a dead body right next to a bag of cash. And it's like $2 million. Mine. So he takes it. Guys, you take it. Except. That's my it, advice. It, spoiler alert. It has a tracking device on it. Oh, they, guys. They, you they always just take out the yeah. cash and switch the bag. <laughs> guys, lesson learned. And ladies, <laughs> now you know. Yep. Always take out the cash. We do not discriminate. If you're yeah. gonna get the cash, to make sure you flip it out and get a new bag. And if you're going in for the cash, <laughs> always move your face away from it in case it has ink. Yeah, you gotta do that. Too many movies. Wear, wear a mask. Anyway. And, and and then also don't rob anybody like that. <laughs> make a better <laughs> life. Make, make some, a better life. No, make somebody else. Make somebody else steal it, and then you take it from them after they get killed. You, you didn't really do anything wrong. <laughs> Two million dollars. All right, we're taking a quick break. A quick break. Do that. Okay. <laughs> I think we can talk about personal stuff. I'm fine with that. Yeah, we can. We can no problem. No one's so, gonna listen to this, right? No, just kidding. so we're back, and uh, I I do have. Some of Trevor's notes. Yeah, so, I just scribbled them down. You could barely read them. You know when we do this, guys, and Trevor does his research, then I try. But at the same time, we have conversations that could last for like twenty minutes over text or, or uh, Twitter messages, and I'm like, we gotta get this on the mic. So we gotta have this conversation right now. <laughs> and and that's why I'm gonna hand it over to him. I I just kind of looked them over, but I am down to share, like always, share my thoughts. And that's have, what, but that's, that's what, what we, we do. do. That's, that's what, we, what do. we do. You find something interesting, I'll find I kind of like always tell. I'm always talking to like new listeners because we keep growing, and we, uh, we really appreciate you guys, everybody that's listening, downloading our content, and sharing. I did it. not. I did not give you guys a shout out yet. But we got some folks from Mountain View, California. And if you're at all familiar with that area of the country, but that's like Palo Alto. It's Silicon Valley. So we got some people from the, the Brain Trust shout of the out, West Coast. Shout, shout out, out to, to the, those. Shout out. Big you, shout you, out. If you ever want to call in, I'm sure you'll figure out how to interrupt us one day. I went to uh, a summer camp called Mountain View Elementary. <laughs> summer camp. It sounds like Club Fed. Club Fed. <laughs> yeah, I was, I what was did you do? Kid. That was a little kid. We played Manhunt. We played fucking <laughs> yeah, capture, the did. Fla- <laughs> capture the Flag. We did all types of shit, but shout out. Yep. Okay, so I got some, some notes. There's not a lot of... Uh, I'm going to pivot real quick to sports here. This is important. So uh, Joe Burrow of my parents' alma mater in LSU won the Heisman Trophy in a landslide victory. So shout out to him. What does that mean by landslide? Everybody voted for him? A lot of people did. So, did anybody not? Uh, there's a lot of people that didn't were not surprised that he won. <laughs> Put it that way. Okay. So he got, he got the, the vast majority of the votes. Just a um, quick note. I've only got to see him play one time. The kid is huge. And he has a great potential to be a great pocket quarterback in the NFL. Plus, he can run yes, he can. a little bit. Yes, he can. And I think, I think the reason, one of the reasons they won against UCF last year, they played in the Fiesta Bowl against UCF, is that he was studying Mackenzie Milton tapes. He was like, I'm going to be that guy. And he did get a lot of first downs just by running. And, so. and if you have a guy as big as him, which is way bigger than a Mackenzie Milton, right. way bigger, yeah. like, like that's incredible. Burrow will actually do well in the NFL. No, I know. Doesn't that's what I'm, call- I'm predicting it right now. That guy has a good future in the NFL. I think he's better than the Jets quarterback right now. I think he's better the than Browns the quarterback. Browns quarterback right now. Like This kid is Unfortunately, legit. He'll probably go to another Tiger team, the Bengals. Which is the That's worst, fine. The they got to get rid of the no. Red Rocket. <laughs> they got to get rid of the Red Rocket. That guy has to go. You're <laughs> way too lucky and get paid way too much to be playing in the NFL. You did have a great early career, though, so shout out to A.J. Green. 
<laughs> also known as the Black Rocket. The Black Rocket. Because <laughs> without him, bro, you'd just be t- Santino from California, the comedian. Shout out to Santino. We love him. You haven't seen him? Andrew Santino. Was, was he talking about AJ no, we'll Green? T- <laughs> we will, we will v- revisit Andrew Santino okay, some other time. All right. He was going to be one of the greats. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute killer. Okay. If he ever comes to town, let's go see him. For sure. <clears throat> so, yeah, LSU's going to play for one of the playoff spots against Oklahoma. Ohio State's going to play the other team that shall not be named. That's won the, the national title the last two years in a row, so hopefully they lose. And then the winner of those will go on to the championship in about a month. So excited about that. UCF's going to play nobody uh, at USF's home That stadium. nobody is called Marshall. Yep. So great. Not going to go to that game. It's on like a Monday at 2.30 p.m. So they no known, one is going to be there. They are known for a plane crash and Randy Moss. And Matthew McConaughey. I did not know that. I thought he was Texas. Well, he went to Texas, but he played the coach who had, oh. he played the coach who had to rebuild the team in We Are Marshall. But he wore a Texas shirt underneath the whole time, so it doesn't count. <laughs> steers, steers, steers. He's another fanatic. It's another bowl, bowl-oriented <laughs> team. You, you realize that. Marshall is the thundering herd, so their mascot is like a bunch of, you know, bulls. And then USF, who, USF play, who, play, the who plays in that stadium, is the Bulls. And then Matthew McConaughey went to Texas, which is the Longhorns. Hook'em Horns. <laughs> Hook'em Horns. I've been there. Great university. Nicest people ever. You guys allowed us to, like, go into the field. It was beautiful. And it was awesome because we were just walking around. We saw the the Ricky Williams head. Ricky Williams. Yeah, and then the staff oh, member is like, are you, do you guys want a tour? Like, are you guys just visiting? Come or like, with us, please. He's like, yeah, just come on in. And then he fucking let us in and let us all around. And we walked onto the field. It was fucking Austin. I love you. You know how I feel about you. Austin, you're a great city. Call me. Call me, call me Austin. Austin, Austin. We talked about this before. Austin goes into that Austin, Orlando, Denver, and I'm sure there's other Portland. cities. Portland, Portland's a little bit of a uh, radical too, though. But it's Seattle would probably fall into that as well. These cities well, that are run liberal cities, really well run liberal cities, and shout out. And, and they're purple though. Purple's yeah, different are, than liberal, are, but right? Their majority, at least the local politics, are pretty left. Everybody's left, and they're. These cities are good, guys, and like, if we can ever bring that that message to the big platforms, then 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 that's a great platform to have against like the conservative movement, because these are awesome fucking cities to live in, man. Now it's expensive to live there. I was gonna, why. I was going to it's, say it's is clean, that you do you need <laughs> you do need to have the skill set. That brings in the income to live in these cities. Yeah. Now, expensive in the sense of like, could you do it? Like, if you're a single guy making like 50 G's, absolutely. I think you can have a great life. To here. raise a family in the suburbs. To raise a family here, though, you got to be in the, at least 90 and up, yeah. 80 and up. To, and people do it for less, but to be comfortable. And to, to be comfortable to, to and no stress. You, you got to make you gotta make a lot more in those cities, I think. And I think that, and and you know what? I didn't even think about that point, but you're so right about that because that's how it is in Austin and that's how it is in Denver. You pay for it. You pay for it. It's nice, but you pay for it. Here, it's like whatever. Everybody can do well here because it doesn't cost that much. And I think that's a lot of places in Florida, actually. That's why a lot of people come to Florida as an escape front. And this, this is not necessarily just the red state talking, but like Florida tends to win a lot of those economic battles. They just do because it's cheaper to live here. You get a very decent quality of life for less money. So there's a lot of people moving from 
New York. There's a lot of people moving from the Midwest. For our Illinois. listeners, <clears throat> top, top three state to live in this fucking country, but we like the reputation. I do. I'll speak for myself. I like the reputation that Florida's weird and that there's all these crazy people here because it keeps away a lot of transit. Keeps away a lot of people. We don't need to come here and change laws and shit. Yeah, keep Florida weird. Keep yeah, <laughs> shout out to Austin again and Portland. <laughs> oh, is that their motto? That's, that's where it came from originally. Just keep like keep Portland weird. Keep Austin weird is painted on walls. Yeah. that's all, their all over city slogan. I think Portland did it first. I did not know yeah. that. I had no idea. The only thing I don't like about Portland, hey, your mayor is suspect. Like I don't like that violent shit. Like that the police are told not to, to like guard certain cities during wild protests where they should be absolutely guarding certain streets like that's crazy to me huh. I never, never thought about that never I, I do but that's another subject for another day I guess so I mean we can talk about it now or later because right, like, those are for videos so yeah, when, we, when you watch right. them then we can talk about it sounds good because video doesn't lie send me some links <laughs> yeah definitely so just a couple other political things <laughs> to get through here today before we get our, our next oh today was to- uh, by the way so we yeah. can tell the listeners yeah. to timestamp it today sure. was the start of the this, impeachment this impeachment vote. No, oh, I haven't vote, even been paying attention. This is yeah. Russia collusion 2.0. It's horrible. It's not going anywhere. I, I didn't see the follow-up, but I'm pretty sure they had the votes and they did it. So Anyway, that's a timestamp. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. But on that note, <clears throat> a New Jersey congressman switched parties over this whole impeachment process. Jeff Van Drew, he went from a Democrat to Republican because he felt it was going the wrong way and it was going to hurt their party, essentially. So he wanted to try to get on the other side of the on the other side of history whatever pans out he wanted to not be part of that so so he officially I, I i thought i heard that but i thought it was a different person from another state so, okay <laughs> i didn't know he's from new jersey yeah. so 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 guys like that is incredible you're having a guy that's like not only does he disagree like there's been another guy that has disagreed with most parts of these impeachment things maybe not one yeah this guy is just like you guys are so fucking nuts i'm leaving i know <laughs> i put up out. with this and and, and to maybe be he's fair, from like this northern happens, jersey <laughs> this happens often guys uh-huh. a lot of times it's strategic and then they'll put it on the story right now we have an alarm going off it is a Gorgeous. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty nice. That's a beautiful charger, right? Yeah, like no, no, not a charger. What is that? It's a challenger. A challenger, it's a guys. Version. So that's a probably brand new. That was about a from North Carolina. Fifty-two thousand so dollar car when it was brand new. Right now, it probably is about anywhere from eighteen to twenty-four. I would assume <laughs> by being used. Yeah. Because it's a Dodge. It goes it's a down. Dodge. Yeah, it's, it's not, a Dodge. I don't know if it's an S. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it looks like a base. It's fucking it's, loud. It's, all right. So the more it rings, the more it goes down in value. All right. That's how we play <laughs> so around. Now it's worth sixteen. Yeah. Now this is a trade-in. <laughs> we're taking dollars off the table down. right now. Yeah, you can't bring in a car that makes noise like this. While we're listening to the alarm on this car, because I refuse to cut. Um, now that we've pushed it this far, go ahead and give a shout out to your your business. Hey, so we dir- can- guys, direct wholesale auto.com once again direct auto.com if you go on that website what you're looking at is our inventory here in the Orlando office and basically you get cars that we find for you that are only available to dealers these cars come from banks from insurance companies from rental agencies from dealers from dealers that have too much inventory so what they do is that they sell this inventory at wholesale cost to the customer. 
We only have a $500 markup. Uh, we also do a full inspection on the vehicle. We include powertrain and we deliver all around the country and you're always going to pay less. B basically put it this way, our business model's made that with taxes out the door with everything, you are paying right at the starting point of what the car costs at a dealership before their fees. Which and, is awesome. Which is not only awesome, like if unless you are R word or unless you <laughs> unless you an I word like or unless a yeah, you're literate <laughs> or, or you just don't understand math and I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't have the same opportunities and you're not you're just not good with numbers. Like this is the only way you should be shopping if you know what you want. So now we We're, actually have a one thousand dollar Dodge Challenger that's right next to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's this thing. This thing has gone down to nothing. It just went to 500. I'll take anyone who takes it. <laughs> she was dancing to it. You got it? You got it? Nope, not her car. Not her car. This bad lesbian <laughs> gave no fucks. I just saw her pick her wedgie like a gangster. Gave no fucks. She picked her wedgie and then walked over to the car. Didn't do anything. I admire that, you know? Because at that point in your life... You know, if you have anything that you really care and, about, and it's your no, looks. And I didn't mean any offense by that. No. I'm just describing the facts. So I'm going to say I'll, I can change the words to make it nicer. But she's, she's, <laughs> I would hang out. I would hang Spoiler out. Spoiler alert. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is that I don't, that doesn't take away from like me. I would hang out with. Got, oh, thank we got, God. We got plenty of overweight friends. What are you yeah. talking about? We got no, plenty we of friends who care very much. I about. love my overweight friends. I've been overweight. So I kind of We got, we got some right lesbian now. friends. Not too many, but we have some. I said my so, overweight friends. <laughs> <laughs> what about overweight lesbian friends? No, just no, overweight. No. <laughs> Our office manager was a lesbian. She quit though. She's yeah. Well, you know. No, it's it's. We gotta do like now for the internal in a hey, shop with us by the way, but for the internal games of like starting a startup and dealing with my friend who's an awesome Russian like. But is absolutely. But is he a good director? Is he a good boss? Do you feel like he's able to turn it on, like the authority, when he wants to, and turn it off like, when he has to? Or this guy is in, in, in the car world. Uh -huh. He's an absolute fucking beast. That like many the only dealerships that have even his knowledge in their head are probably old families that have a lot of dealerships where they don't even fuck with like their business because it's being run. The conversation's very short or it goes to the next level, right? When there's an opportunity, somebody comes to them and says, hey, I have this car or I have uh, this, I have a bunch of inventory that I'd like to give or trade or whatever. It's either you do it for this price or we're not interested. You do it for this amount of money and these, these specific, um, uh, who are you referring to? I'm just saying, like, that's, to me, that's what a, an old line car dealership family but they also would do. But the, they also get the, the factory car. Yeah. At their yeah, deals exactly. and their whatever. Yeah, and yeah. When you think about, right. like, dealer trades and how those can be multiple cars at a time and it can be, like, a truckload at a time. And sometimes and, they don't keep the trades with them to auction. They don't. They send them to auction. No, they, they, send them exactly. to auction. they send them to auction. So that's what we do. And that's what we, we give you the access to buy, right? right? Now, you're asking now, now we're going into deep conversation. You're asking, like, how is he as a boss? Like, you gotta understand that like, his business was I'm sorry what they call it. No, it's, it's <laughs> what they call it: buy here, pay here, and that is an insane business. That's very intense. Mm -hmm. Is what I mean by insane. It's intense because your clientele is a part of society that normally could never be approved to buy a vehicle as nice as they're getting. Mm -hmm. 
but he is allowing them to drive that car. Do they also allow folks with, you know, whatever financing means they want, they have the ability to do that? Does he, does he okay, also no, no, pursue no, that, that kind of group too? So, 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 so the business I just described sure. is just the crown jewel of a large enterprise that's located in Jacksonville, sure. right? The business that we are doing and testing the business model here in Orlando, Florida, is the brokerage business where we would love if people came in pre-approved. We do with cash deals, and now we're working with banks to offer financing to people that have no, they didn't start anything. They just wanted a car. The only thing with that is that financing is a fucking hell of a world, and it's a pain in the ass. So... It's really interesting, and, and, and now I'm going to just interrupt because the person that just came out that that had the card going off at the alarm looked exactly how I expected it to look. <laughs> like, I don't know how to describe this, but like, it's almost like a short Danny DeVito, his size, with like long hair split in the middle I mean but like who has that hair in real life like this interrupted my conversation because it was such a character that drove this car like you gotta get a picture of him and put it on the site in America some people have this um, almost like a a stereotype that some people with really big trucks Uh that are lifted with giant wheels you gotta almost climb Mm -hmm. a ladder to get inside so usually have a small penis cut off flannel shirt whatever it is (laughs) facial hair it's a guy that they usually yeah that they're going that they're that they're and and some people say that in the exotic world it's just haters saying that let's be honest these are just haters saying that but like this guy met the typical stereotype of that hater do you think (laughs) right he did look like he drove that car oh my god he did my perspective yes like that was a perfect description that was him that's it that was his it's an expensive (laughs) version of that car so that was the guy I, th- I think there's this other theory that like um, you drive your personality. I'm gonna. It's time really quick before you okay. before you go yeah. before I forget this. The guy look his hair look like if you uh, Google uh, boy meets world, Corey's best friend. It was that guy. That guy's hair in gray on a short fat dude that look Indian, <laughs> but. It was it was absolutely the guy that would be driving that car. So and it was also back. very strange. <laughs> guys, it was so odd. weird. That's the only way I can describe it, so you guys can see what I saw. Right on. It was so, Corey Matthews's <laughs> Corey best friend. Corey Matthews's best friend, but old and Sean. Indian. His name is Sean, but it's his it's that kid's hair. Don't look at his face. Just look Shout at his out hair. to TGIF. <laughs> we talked about it before. <laughs> step by step. ABC, Shout out. ABC is a cop. Mr. Cooper. Fuck y'all. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we back. And Bingo's back. Now we got a little mic stand right here. So I want to talk to you about that before we get right back into it. Um, have you done any research on podcast mics that you can recommend? I think one? that, yes. Um, I think that by, by just seeing how the warriors who have followed our steps and do yeah. podcasts... Like in in spots like this, mm-hmm. like just like really fast. We want to do the gorilla zoom. style. Zoom, zoom, zoom is the Straight way up. to go. Every fucking person that is a legitimate, famous podcaster that has to do it on the road or in places like this, they use zoom mics. So there's a little zoom device, and you, you can tie in the mics to it. Okay. 
cool. and I think it's like 120 or 130 bucks. Like, How does for it work? Work. Does it go right to your phone's like memory or storage or whatever, and then you upload it however you want? Because I we're, would, we're using this app because of the the functionality of being able to go and like push a button and record. Mm-hmm. So I haven't we, used one, but my assumption is that it would save onto a device, and that's an audio file that you can sure. just transfer anywhere. Sure. Yeah, you might have to run the audio then if that's. Because I'll do that I, because I think I think it'll be easier for your your phone to be able to do that, but we'll see we'll see. I think but it doesn't connect to the phone. It's a Zoom mic. Oh, it, so it records, it records on it the mic. Yeah, it's tight. It's really tight. Okay. Like it records everything. And it's I know it's connected. So like it's like this device that looks almost like <laughs> it almost looks like you're searching for metal. Like it has these little <laughs> antennas to it, but like it's like this big. Uh-huh. And that mic system that records uh-huh. is incredible for the type of podcast that we do. Sure. That's where I've seen it work the best, mm-hmm. like at restaurants. Yeah, I don't want to bring like a fucking microphone. No, it's tiny. Yeah, it's a little a little thing. It's like a flat box basically, Correct. and you put it on the table, and it does Correct. what you want it to do. You can, and what a lot of people do though, even though you can do what you just described, is you can tie in a mic to it. Yeah. So a lot of people just tie in a little mic, so it's like... We don't want to draw attention to ourselves. Some people really don't like that. Some Some establishments are like, they will kick you out. If you're at a coffee shop and you're podcasting, they're like, you need to pay for the time that you're here. I heard about that. Yeah, I'm paying for my (laughs) fucking drink. Exactly. I got a $2 cup of coffee. Yeah. Been here for half an hour. Like, what do you want? I'm the only person here. Yeah, but we haven't done that. We, yeah. (laughs) Come on. All right, so... That's cool. We were talking about some other stuff before we before we broke. We got some fresh beers though. We got through the sports. We we got through the sports. Juan got. Unless you have any other. No, sports? Juan got a foxtail again. I think that's his his go to. That's the, my favorite. The gold standard for this particular area. So yeah. very large dogs walking by. Hello, and I got something called. Uh, uh, is it admirable valor, incredible strength, or something like that? It's like a. It's a bourbon barrel stout that has some significant rum on the back end. And I'm going to give this one like a 7.4. That's my go. Because of the taste? I think because of the, the whole profile. It's just, it starts out... 7.4 sa- is still a great It starts score. out sour and then it gets a little bit sweet and then it finishes with a strong alcohol. So I feel like this is more of an unrefined kind. It's a 10.3, so I'm not shitting on it because of that. But... This is one that you have like one, and you're like, all right, give me something else. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I absolutely agree with that last with that last sentence. Um, the beer is good, and I think that people like, for example, if you like rum, raisin treats mm-hmm. or cake, then this is for you, right? If you if you really like that type of strong flavor, nice little dessert this, beer. This this dessert this this turns into a dessert beer mm-hmm. at, at that high of dessert yeah. beers are normally not that high of alcohol. So I'll shut up, and I will say this to me. Personally, like the the quality is great and it always is great here. Just flavor wise, I'm at a seven point one. Seven point one. Yeah, I think right? that's fair. I think that like if it wasn't quality, it would be in the sixes. But because of the quality, it brings it up to over seven. I took a risk. What are you gonna do? I'm still I'm still hey. pleased with my uh, my. Everybody, choice. take a chance. Columbus did. Mm. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain that because I'm totally lost. <laughs> So, so my favorite fucking my favorite comedian. Take a chance. Look for India. No, no, my favorite. Yeah, my favorite. One of my favorite comedians of all time. That's one of his go-to sayings in like life. Is like you're not sure about it. Like 
take a chance. Yeah. Columbus did. That's the worst that can happen. Or, or you can discover you, a new continent. If you're gonna walk on ice, <laughs> you might as well dance. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's not that <laughs> yeah. thin, because if it's thin, yeah. you're well. That's what dead. he's saying. He's like, if you're walking on that ice and you're, you might as well dance and go for it. Like you, you, take it to the next. You're level. already on that path. You're already taking the risk, right? Okay. Why'd you well, stop well, there? There's two separate things dance. you're kind of asking there because one is take a chance or take a risk, and that's like a lot of people aren't willing to do that. They're comfortable. They don't want to end up worse off than they were before. I think the majority of human population is like that. Yeah. They're risk averse, and they—it's everyone who's not an entrepreneur, basically, or everybody who's not a politician, because <laughs> rich man poor man dad, right? right? Or whatever right. it's called, right. the Asian dude's after. Asian dude, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be an Asian guy. Young guy. Have you seen that book? No, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Rich they man add, poor man or rich dad poor dad. Uh, that's what it was. Rich dad poor dad. Yeah, but he like that's a it's a guy who built a business around motivational speaking and it's financially centered. Oh, so it, it it's always shout in Orla- out to Tony Robbins. It's always in Orlando. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Orlando is one of the cap. Other than Vegas, it's the capital of like uh, conventions. Conventions, yeah. Matter of sure. fact, there's there's two conventions next year that I'm kind of working on. There's like, podcast conventions here. I've seen we it. should go to one. I've seen <laughs> a huge learn, one. We should learn how to do podcasts. Yeah, I just saw it before we started ours. There's a huge one in Orlando. Yeah. Um, no, there's a uh, there's one that's very close to like part of the business that I'm in, which is like portfolio project management all that stuff and it's it was in washington dc um last year and i went to it it was awesome but it's going to be in orlando this year so they're doing one here and the one in london and i'm pretty sure if my company was going to pay for one it was going to be here so <laughs> it'd be cool to go to london and, but yeah i know but they're doing another one that company is doing another one that's even more like specific and more expensive but it's also in orlando so i was trying to so your out. company only gets like limited yeah, yeah, and you the fact is, our our department is so small, and we don't have a lot of. There's not a lot of cost involved. Basically, it's just salary and benefits. So we should be able to get. It, yeah, we should saying. be able to if we put a request in early enough and they actually approve it. But um, it. you know, budgets for 2020 are basically done. If there's any left over in our department's budget, then Why we not? should be able to use it. So we used like yeah. one. Uh, piece of like third-party software that helps us do our job. And it's like eight grand a year for the whole team. It's oh, nothing. Wow. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing it's all. nothing. There's no. There's Your nothing. Your team is what twenty people less. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be six. Now it's three. <laughs> to some businesses that could be a lot, but what's eight grand a month divided by hundred? So like nine fifty, something like that. Thousand? No. Yeah, it's it's not a lot. No, it's not a thousand. Well, part like of it, bucks. part of it is licensing, and then part of it is, and we don't even use all the licenses we have. We only use three licenses when we have ten allocated. So we could give out seven if we wanted to, but we just don't need to. And the rest of it is like maintenance and support and stuff like that, which again, we don't use a lot because it's so simple. It's really just project management in a, in a tool. So any there's there's twenty thousand different versions of it. This one is just cheap and no. it's easy to use. Do you put in the approval yourself, or do you have to tell no, your boss? No, my boss does everything. Which we don't, he'll we, do we don't even, he's your boy. Yeah, we don't even work with budgets or anything. Oh, as far as like uh, to ask for it. Well, we'd probably go together. We'd probably all go because it's just three of us. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and it's in Orlando, so you're not paying for a hotel or flights or anything. Last time it was like that was my first work trip. Ever. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. How you doing? That's <laughs> I, went, nice. I went, it was like me and him, and then we were buddy-buddy with the consultant that basically got him to sign up, and he came and like asked us what we needed, and we talked about it a couple of times at our office, and he's based in Fort Myers, really, really cool guy, he's like two or three months older than me, 
and um, we we like hung out with him in DC after the conferences and everything. We just went out drinking. <laughs> Great time. It was so fun, and he was so down to earth. But he and I are very much alike, and we still keep contact. So. Awesome. And I, I I like to think that he's not just a sales guy, but that's part of his job, and I respect that. But there, well, you guys actually became their company is consulting across everything. So if you're if you have a need and we have a, a way that we can fill that need, then we're going to try to get you to pay for it. That's his whole mo. We have a need. Yeah. We know how to fill. They can't do everything, but there's they do a lot. They do a lot. It's pretty or, cool. And I, they I, have their specialties in what they. Do. I would like to work for a company like that. And it was actually after the half marathon. Shout out to OUC half marathon a couple weeks ago. Um, after that race, I was Trevor's talking. A beast. I was talking with um, with Brandy. It's my my wife's best friend. She did the five k. And we met up afterward, and we're walking around. We got the coffee, and we got the beer. And we're walking around, kind of like taking pictures of stuff around Lake Eola, downtown Orlando. It's beautiful. It's like 65 degrees, you know, and that's exactly what you need after a 13-mile run. But we're talking about the next steps for, in our career. And we do this a lot. It's really strange because, like, we, we talk business when we're really supposed to be social. <laughs> She's like, but that's your social. Yeah, that, that, that's what we do at Lollapalooza. We did the same thing. We we spent like an hour just me and her talking about here's what we want to do next, and she's like, with your same company or maybe make. No, I mean it doesn't matter. Like I'll, I'll probably stay with the same company if I can, but do consulting in the next like five years and like get a couple of certifications, knock that out, get a master's degree, and then I can basically charge what I want for an hourly rate, and that'll be my side hustle. She wants to do like nonprofit fundraising. So she's in like a, a formal college program to get a certificate for them. And I'm like, I want to do that too. I want to do that like when I'm kind of done with my career, I want to transition to raising money for you know poor yeah. people. Do you know how you know? I, so I was telling you before this conversation that I have like two of my best friends are a married couple uh-huh. and it's uh it's a, they're, they're family lawyers. Right. Right. They're family lawyers yeah, and they're family also married lawyers, they're, they're married, their own firm. And they have a great <laughs> law firm. They're fucking incredible people, beautiful office. And uh the reason that I bring them up is because the the wife, Ari she and it shout out to BowardLegal.com. Like, what an amazing and name that they already they're already have. They're not paying you. Bowardly, Bowardlegal, Bowardly. Continue. So what I was ba- what I was basically saying is that two of my best friends that have their own um, law firm, um, the wife, she runs a charity. Like like once that, I got introduced to the charity, the charity, like the nonprofit charity. Yep. It, a, it does good stuff, and they definitely, whatever the cause is, is generally, I mean, you got to obviously agree with the cause. Like, they're just, like, with, like, children that haven't had the best lives to start with and it's things like that. There's our, boy, <laughs> our boy's back with the Charger. Or with the, not Charger, the... Uh, Challenger. Challenger. Get the fuck Get out of the, here. <laughs> I'd say he's, like, 5'4". Four. 45 years old. <laughs> if, I would say, like, 52. Yeah. He's got Boy Meets World, best friend's hair. He was sitting gray. at the bar when I went to get the last round of drinks, and I'm like, you should not be here. You're like, <laughs> this is not your crowd, buddy. <laughs> but he's, hey, you know what's cool about Orlando? No one discriminates. He was he was welcome here with open arms, even though he looks like a character out of a movie. Or um, a former <laughs> child actor. <laughs> he looks like a child actor that just stayed in that like look. But he aged. There you go, sucker. <laughs> yeah, that's about what it Jesus. looks like. Jesus. 
He looks like Corey Haim, but like if he was really old and Indian and short. <laughs> Rest in peace, Corey Haim. Shout out to Corey Haim. We know you're out there listening. I drive a Mercedes. <laughs> Do you know that movie? <laughs> no, I drive a Porsche. That's what he says. Well, uh, Lost yeah. Boys. Uh, that was that was his major. His major I mean, movie, right? He did he did several others, but that's Keither Sutherland's major. Keith. Oh, he did so many other films. No, that was Keither's like breakout Kiefer. role. It was his breakout? His breakout was that. I thought twenty four was his like, hey, I'm here to stay. No, I'm here. I've already been here. <laughs> uh-huh. like, shout, like respect me as a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what changed between the eighties like, and today. Yeah, like Re- you could be a fucking punk vampire. Oh my god. And that could be your career making move. And these days, if you're in a movie like that, your career is dead. <laughs> it doesn't Un- hold. Dead, as it were. First of all, great soundtrack. That first movie of, has a all. great fucking soundtrack. It, uh, it, like it has some shit that you'd like want to sing to. And um, yeah, it did have Feldman. And, 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 and yes, the Corys. The, the Corys are in there. So yeah, shout Jason, out to the shout out to the one alive. Jason Patrick. Now the one alive is holding out for a lot of money so he can make a documentary on all of the Hollywood pedophiles. He's already made the documentary, but, but he won't release he, it. Right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, I knew that something. Nobody. Like, he his play is that no one has believed him the whole time, but he's had a camera crew around for ten years with him telling the story. Which he said that his exactly, that, and we're going dark. But he said that Corey Haim used to get raped all the yep. time. That that was like the the trade off when you were a child actor in the eighties was your butthole for fame. And these are the that's dark most famous. Okay, oh, there you go, Challenger guy. No, Challenger guy's <laughs> back. Mother. He's okay. he's we're still done. he's parked. <laughs> he's just revving yeah. his car. I think that he has to put on stilts to touch the pedals, and there he goes. Bye. There goes Challenger. What a douche. Way horrible turning radius. <laughs> like, if you guys could have seen that it's turning radius. It's a 17-foot-long coupe. Yeah, but it was... Like, it was that built in the 40. <laughs> I hope he heard me say that. God bless little penis Challenger guy. There's a little bit of smoke. He didn't even smoke out the There's tires. There's a lot that of smoke, but he didn't even do it the right way. Guys, I wish... I. And I apologize. This, I was so astonished by him that I was watching the whole thing that I should have taped it. Smoke. I should have taped it with my phone, <laughs> and that would never happen again. I've learned my lesson because <laughs> that would have been fun. To you should have just filmed it the whole time. You should have filmed it the whole time. Like, I didn't think he was going to do that. I just thought he was leaving, and then he just stayed in his spot making noises. Who said like, "Why are you filming me?" <laughs> Why are you filming me? Yeah, it was a guy that shouldn't have been driving that car. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. He was weird inside too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Oh, she's home. I guess. <laughs> I think she just walked. I'm in. assuming she was no. inside. She was at the Maybe she's going to the Irish bar. That was like a Hawaiian lady. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Spanish or Hawaiian? Sp- no, not Spanish. You know? She's going Filipino or Hawaiian, guys. Okay. But I'm the like yeah. Yeah. Good girl. Gotcha. Anyways. <laughs> Where were we? we? We got off the topic of Heim getting hurt because of his <laughs> talent when he was young. Let's let's jump away from that. To <laughs> yeah, we're jumping. To, to drink and a jump. Right. So I had some other notes. Talked about the last debate. Your girl, Kamala. She dropped out. Thank God. She, she couldn't get anything done. Thank God. Um, but Rest I think in she, peace. But I think she's going to be a VP nom. No, absolutely not. She ended. So? She ended too. Um, 
too controversial to be anything. She's an idiot. And oh. that's what you get for being an idiot because you ran a horrible campaign. When you have your staff going to war and claiming all types of crazy shit, then you could have left this race honorably and got that VP easily. But I think that the way that you left, especially showing weakness, the way that Tulsi manhandled you, and women handled you, I should say, then, yeah, it it, it wasn't good. And I don't think you're going to get any You don't, you don't think even because... Of her skin color and being Indian? No, no. Because of her base, No, I would say. She's from California, a lot of votes. There's other California people. Okay. There's, they're mostly California people, actually, yeah. from who's left, so... Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> She's out, and she... And then, my personal opinion is that she left in such a dark way like with such controversy that it's too much controversy for a VP against Trump Trump's on a roll you don't, you don't think that Bernie would, would pivot to that you don't think he would like it doesn't matter who your VP is as long as it's somebody who has political experience he would have to go with Warren or something you really think so? old, yeah, old white ticket? I don't think that he's gonna you really woman. think he's gonna, old woman old white woman I tried that last time <sighs> okay they don't that, have, that was, they don't, there's no winning strategy on that side you know what's a winning strategy? Good policy. And you know what they don't run on? Any good policy. They run on ridiculous shit. And they run on and they run on conspiracies and Russian collusion and all this crazy shit. The only one that doesn't do that is Tulsi. Yang doesn't really spill that. He spills that a no, little bit. He, he talks about the future. Yeah, like that's why I'd be okay like, with that. Focus like, on policy and then yeah. let let regular humans like not the dumb ones that are brainwashed by TV, but not the ones that matter, which are the independents uh-huh. and ones that don't give a fuck about party like myself. Right. Just come up with good ideas. So That's I, it. I listed the 15 folks that are left, and I don't think it's worth mentioning all of them. But kind of like Absolutely it, not. It, we will not do that on the show. I don't know the second half. I don't know what value the second half of this list brings. And we talked about most of the others already. Do you think Bloomberg is going to last past like March? Bloomberg will be in it. And the reason I say that is that Bloomberg is a well-oiled machine. However, he he's like a bootleg version of Trump. And what I mean by that is that he's he's uh, on on paper he's more wealthy than Trump, right? And he has uh, good enough. Um, he's a good communicator. Core workers and passionate too. people that mm-hmm. work for him that are good like Trump. But where where it's a a boot like Trump (laughs) is that he's never going to be able to pull. He doesn't have Trump's personality. He doesn't have blue collar support. Correct. He doesn't have Trump's personality to get those voters. And and as if you're coming in as a billionaire change, this is the worst time to come in because you let a billionaire game show host that's orange win. There's another one. And he's on fire. You're fighting a white billionaire. And he's on fire. He keeps being proven that the media is bullshit. He keeps being proven that the witch, that the fucking, the he, Russian collusion is fake. But he's, he keeps, getting, he's getting impeached. Oh, so, so what does that mean? Well, that means article headlines, but in real life it doesn't mean anything. But he's going to win. Maybe we'll get past the story, uh, but you brought up the media and I read something down about that. Booty gangs raising money from Silicon Valley, so says Vox, for uh, $2,800 per ticket for coffee with... With Mayor Pete, Mayor but, Pete to me is probably a CIA Vox, agent. Vox is cutting jobs by the hundreds. Right I was now. just gonna say, shout out to Vox for cutting out a whole bunch of fucking garbage. You 
fucking guys. All right, like, now, now we're being a little bit pointed. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck you, Vox. And, and I, I do appreciate your journalism. Do, and I do appreciate your, like, good journalism is not political. Vox should pivot away from politics entirely. Entirely. And, be, and become a tech and culture magazine. Their leader... And the person that leads the direction, just like Zucker does for CNN, is a very, very passionate social justice warrior guy that will never let down politics because of his views. And this guy, is, to me, is like, it's, 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 uh, I think his name is Ezra. Ezra Klein, maybe? I think it might be yep. the last name. Yep. And, and he is too much of a radical, passionate, activist where he's not a journalist anymore and that activism won't let you get out of the realm of what's losing you money so i'm glad you guys started firing fucking people i'm sure they were all garbage if you're firing people right because you guys are garbage in the first place other than your articles that are not political you guys had great articles about like i think it was trout fish like some shit that i like like some weird off topic shit mm -hmm. And, and I enjoyed the Vox article. But then you guys are so bad at political shit and so biased and just so just horrible, like the worst, right? That when I read a good article like that, then I question to myself, is the information even true? Like, like even though it's about fish, like, can I trust you? Because I've, I've read other points of views on other subjects and they, their points of views are fucked up. Think of it like they're... Um, their base or their their client base is it's like a funnel, right? So they get so many clicks or reads as as you go down and down and down as it gets more specific. But what brings them in is the politics. So they're looking, they're looking for a specific kind of political thinker or a certain side of the aisle. And then you, they basically whittle down, and the further down that rabbit hole you go, the higher the quality of the content, but the more specific the story. That's what I've seen with these magazines, these online magazines. Whether it's The Atlantic or Vox. But Vox or, has like an unlimited budget. That's where the I, difference is. I know, because they got rich during the Obama years. Yeah, they got an unlimited budget. <laughs> yes. There's big yes. money behind them. So they don't give a fuck if they fail or not. I totally they point understand. their message. I totally understand. So, but I'm just telling you as a consumer, guys, like I, I appreciate the good journalism. I can't take you seriously. Doing it. Keep when doing it if it's good. Keep doing it. But if it's too political to make sense or to be true, don't do it. And do something of, else. Some <laughs> of your people use your platform then to become huge activists, like the 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 gay guy that had uh, the prop. No, because he. The, I'm gonna say it. Just no. The point, his name ready. Awesome. His name is Carlos, I think. It's and the reason I said gay guy so that everybody can reference to the the subject is it's the it's the gay individual that had a problem with Steven Crowder, and like that was a huge issue is the Vox writer with Steven Crowder because Steven Crowder's like he makes fun of himself for being gay so why can't I? So it was like a free like it was like it was a discussion a for a couple Milo weeks. situation yeah. kind of yeah but like he's like I'm not making fun of him I'm just call, I'm just using the it's words satire. that he already described it's himself. It's making fun of real life. It's satire. It's you know trying to make light of. I thought well, it was well, hilarious. Yeah, what well, people think is a very serious issue. It's something that's divisive. I don't think it's divisive at all. I think people are people, and if you let them be who they are, then you know it's it's easier to accept. Uh, you know this conversation. It's easier to, to be a member of a community when you just let people be who they are. And and I agree with that. Just like with such passion, in the sense of 
if you let a person be a psychopath or racist or whatever the fuck they are, it's exposed and you know yeah. who they are. That's right. Like, there's no more important information to know about a person than that they're fucking maniacs. But when you have this attempt really hard by a certain part of society right now to push censorship... Mm-hmm. Then what you're doing is you're 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 gonna start hiding those people from us, and, and history has shown time over time and time after time after time that if you start putting these people underground or you start like papering over the truth, yeah, like these people go nuts, and then yeah. then oh, you they were nuts a, to begin with, and you yeah, haven't, exposed, now, you haven't now, allowed them to expose themselves. Now you give them a reason to to group together. Mm-hmm. Now you give them a reason to to form some sort of. Movement or something like where or, or that wouldn't be the case before. Instead, they'd be a laughing stock. Well, or they'd do something on their own that hurts other people, which is usually the case, right? If they're not exposed earlier, then they're going to hurt somebody else or, or, or they, themselves, which or is themselves. not good either way. Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of psychopaths or sociopaths, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> Your girl Greta, she oh, has a documentary in the works at Hulu. She's got her own movie deal now. I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Greta. She makes a lot of money. I can't. I can't hate the technique. Um, I guess like, it's it's another form of child stardom. I I haven't seen this, but I guess an issue that I saw today actually was that like, even this is coming from a leftist is like, we don't care if people um, disagree with her views. Right. But it's like people that make fun of her looks or mm-hmm. or her Aspergers or whatever the fuck she has. That's She's good, autistic. That's, or, that's exactly right. Yeah. Asperger's. No one should obviously point those things out. And and she has every. If you're an open figure, no matter what the fuck your age is, I don't give a fuck. Whatever your views are, should be questioned and you should be called out. So I did not know that people were making fun of her view or not her views, her looks or her uh, autism. They shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't be doing that. And that's common sense. So if you're doing that, you're just already a piece of shit in life. And you should probably kill yourself, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> so so just work on Our it. Our charity this week is actually a suicide Yeah, just online, work so on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah suicide disregard out. that. Don't kill yourself, but... <laughs> Don't do that. Like, you should work on it. <laughs> you're laughing. You're laughing, but Anchor actually has a uh, select few charities that you can shout out to this week. One is for um, animal suicide cruelty. prevention. No, not one, not one for suicide prevention. I just figured I'd throw it out there. Oh damn! Uh, <laughs> yeah, but donate to that. Um, but yeah, we can cut a track for that, uh, and we can also uh, cut one for your business. And I think we should do that before the next episode because okay. we can insert it instead of having a, an explanation of what the company does. We can have a thirty-second spot. That's an actual sponsorship. Doesn't have to be paid, but it can actually sponsorship. And it'll play um, before the episode. It'll play in the middle of the episode. We'll like have a that. track, and then we'll kind of like organically lead into it. We'll say, okay, here's a shout out from your sponsor. It'll be you or me reading a thirty-second spot that gives your business some exposure. Got it. That, does that makes make sense. sense. Yeah. Absolutely does. Oh, shit, this place just picked up. Yep. So uh, the only other content I had to discuss was the, the IG report. I'm sure you read that start to finish. I have not. I'm going to be guilty <laughs> of being in this fucking new business, and it's crazy. But I have heard some highlights. So basically both sides, same as with the Mueller report, both sides claim the evidence within the report is enough to impeach or exonerate. So... This is the, tr- the thing that the show must go on is what both no, sides the, are saying. The, the criminal <laughs> stuff is coming from the guy that's from uh, Connecticut. And once that guy finishes... Who dis? 
the guy that was hired by the attorney general mm -hmm. from Connecticut. What's the guy's name? This guy is a super gangster who's already... His job in life has always been to investigate agencies like the FBI and right. shit. He's a, a, a so he was professional internal. He's a he's a professional. Uh, he's a lawyer, obviously. He's a prosecutor. I bet is what it I is. Bet he has a mustache. He has a mustache, yep. and uh, he's from Connecticut. And my man, uh, who is appointed by William Barr, is investigating all the criminal charges that are going to come. Okay. Trump tweeted a little, a little. For, for the listeners, Trump mm -hmm. tweeted a little tease that maybe Comey deserves some jail time mm -hmm. because of what happened in the IG report. So basically... I mean, he said that about a lot of his, a lot of his political enemies. Though, yeah, so. but this time, this is the only time where it was like he actually said jail time might be needed for what just came about. Mm -hmm. Not not lock her up because of like, we just want to lock her up and it, it's a it's political chant and, it and it's a slogan. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's like, hey guys, you just had a report that showed you guys fucked up really bad. Yeah. You guys that's, spied that's, an that's American citizen. I read a lot of the report and what it said was there were multiple they could glare, bias, glaring right? errors and I'm not I'm not trying to be on one side or the other of the impeachment side of the impeachment equation but I, I do want to say that there should not have been multiple glaring errors in not a, just pro a, a professional association that handles law enforcement at that level. Not, not, it, it, at that level. It, it, it's, it's not normal. No, not only is it normal, it's fucking scary, and I'll tell you why. It's because they, being an administration that has power, use that power to spy on an incoming administration that they were trying to blackmail. It's almost as if they said, hey, it's Trump. We're going to find something. Let's just do this. We haven't even talked about Lisa Let's Page just do yet. this. We haven't even talked about Lisa And that Page crazy yet. fucking lady <laughs> just went on TV. <laughs> I haven't seen the full interview, but she's fucking insane. <laughs> we got to digest that. And I love how they attack her, like the, the lover, how he calls her oh, the lover. So good. Like I know it attacks her soul. And, and you know what? If you are someone that was trying to change the American system by yourself or with the orders of other people, then fuck you. I'm I glad everything I happened. cannot wait for the movie that comes out of this. It is going to be gorgeous. Yeah, I want to see who's <laughs> fucking you when plays Peter Stork. Peter <laughs> <laughs> Herman, that's what he looks like. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Again. Explain it again just for the listeners. All right, guys. So, so we're, we walk we're a cloud of college across the street. Our cottage across the street. Oh, lucky <laughs> leprechaun. Those are fucking lucky charms. Oh, Everybody hates them. So we're across the street from Hourglass. And uh, so we have two tasting. Is Belfast in Ireland? Oh, yeah. Northern oh, Ireland. So or the north of Ireland, depending on your religious This preference. place is so fucking gangster. Not only do they have, like, the greatest Guinness pours probably in Orlando, but they also have a beer on tap from a small town... In Belfast. Like, or south of Belfast, okay. he said. Like, it was really legit, the story. Okay. Okay. And then the other one is a brand new Guinness product. Okay. That which is which? No idea. So, the darker one, him. I'm assuming. I'll be right back. I'll ask him when he comes back. The darker one, I'm assuming, is the Guinness product. Would that be... I don't think so, but we'll see. All right. It's uh, got some spice to it. And by spice, I mean, like, cinnamon, cloves... Can I ask you a question, Bob? 
the, <laughs> we got the new Guinness one and the other one. Which one's which? This will be the milk stout. That's the Guinness. That's not bad. Oh, it's, it's really good. Can you have that? That's the Guinness That's milk stout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the one from the small town where these very hard-working Irish people make it. <laughs> it's from from a town just a little south of uh what is it called do you know the town is yeah. monaghan from monaghan nice. monaghan and it's just south of belfast it's not in northern yeah. ireland it's actually in the republic of ireland oh, belfast is the nearest city it's he's, just on the other side he's of the driven border. all over that I country did, I did. belfast yeah. was my first evening <laughs> my first my first night spent so i used to live there <laughs> beautiful ireland. that's awesome <laughs> so you're getting it coming yeah what would you, what would you i'm thinking in a second oh, like, you're gonna I'm have one of these two sorry i didn't mean I to finish so. that no it's good I wanted you to try it. This is good, but it's a traditional, you know. I, I didn't tend... Did that make you feel like you're an island or some shit? It tastes like an Irish beer. Okay. And, and very specifically, it's different from an English beer. It's different from a German beer. Um, I'm going to have to get a Guinness. Though. Yeah. I cannot not yeah. get a Guinness. Yeah, Irish I'm sorry. Beer. You go to an Irish yeah, beer, yeah, you yeah. get one. And then maybe this one? You get a Bushmills and uh, Guinness, and you go three rounds. Yep. It's a Bushmills. <laughs> Bush you never had Bushmills? Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't had I gave you the shamrock. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Do that I'll for everybody, right? Shamrock? No. I want this. <laughs> He's going to do the same. I've had your pour here Thank you very much. It's all about the pour at this point. Yeah. I love a good pub. Yeah. So I'm going, hey, we're going with, we're both going with Guinnesses. And, yep. and just so you guys know, because I know that a lot of you like to travel and we live in the most traveled city in the United States by uh, national citizens, or not citizens, no, by national travelers. Yeah. And, and also there's these little pockets. That Orlando is. Yeah, Orlando is. But there's these little pockets of Orlando that you can't neglect. So we just walked across the street from a top shelf brewery to a hometown Irish pub. They serve food. They've got the, you know, they got stuff on tap from just south of Belfast, Monaghan. That's so if insane. You want, if you want something that's kind of middle that's of nowhere, insane. middle of nowhere Ireland, <laughs> that's what we want to bring to the table, right? And, we're and, telling you about the best places in Orlando to go, and we're bringing you. I'm gonna the tell news. you how good this is. <laughs> My fucking millionaire Russian friend with the fucking Lamborghini and and all his party friends. They don't know no they don't know about this hourglass district. You don't know about it. This hourglass district is know. one of the hidden gems in this fucking town where you can get a beer from a small town in Ireland. I, what, what they're trying to do That's insane. I know. What they're trying to do is make it so people that live here don't have to drive ten minutes, all of ten minutes, to go downtown, to go downtown. And, and park and go to all the regular establishments that may or may not be on point depending on the day. But down here, the consistent quality is here. How do you judge this Guinness? Well, I haven't had it yet. I'm waiting for you to I get mean, yours. I mean, you're, if, if like, a Guinness is a Guinness. No. Except if it's, not, if, if it's not. Oh. And, and it's, to, a, it's, a, it's a proper head. If I could. Exactly. If I could describe this, and I'll take a picture and right. we'll put it on the website. There you go. Is that this is one of the most beautiful fucking looking beers you will ever see poured into a it's, it's right out glass. of a commercial it literally look like i'm not even exaggerating it literally looks like it is a commercial uh -huh. that's the greatest yeah. description you can give it yeah like, I, I where learned. where a guy can come with a knife and go uh -huh. <laughs> if they had to if they had to <laughs> uh, i was waiting for one of these guys but settling i think i think i, I yeah, yeah, yeah i think he got it yeah, nice. 
Oh, we're also made here. So, man, yeah. Hi, man. So, tell me about so, when you drove through Ireland. Yeah. You rented oh, you a car, to, right? Yeah, we did was rent a, a car. Stick shift? The funniest thing is, Automatic? I, I didn't actually drive the car. It was a stick shift. I the, thought it was. Nic- I remember Nicole that. rented it. And, and she was like, automatic and drive with the other hand no. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we both drove, uh, my wife and I both drove manual transmission cars, and we get there, and it's like, all right, it's it's the same, right? It's the no. same timing? No, <laughs> no. It's not at all. It's not at all. It was a, it was like a Fiat. It was a mistake. <laughs> Go from Volkswagen to Fiat. How long does it take you to figure out is the question. The worst part about it is, Oh, we were going around. We were like, okay. You start focusing on the Gaelic. That's right. It's in the English. And you're like, I'll go around again. Yep. Oh, I, yeah, well, there he is again. We didn't get stuck in too many of those. It was like we knew where we were going. But, I got uh, wrong on a car the next time I went. I was like, I'm not doing that again. There's no way. Awesome. It is fun. And then you get there and it's like, there's a cliff. A sheet of the wall, a sheet cliff, a semi truck, and I'm a pinch rock. So I can't necessarily <laughs> drive straight, but I can't stay on the road either. <laughs> That's funny. You think you might have left at the last yeah, place? Yeah, I might have to pause. All right, go check it out. Yeah, go run. All right, you'll be right back. Let's talk about that because I figured like we we we, we Romy, touched Remy we touched we touched on that so much on the Sunday before last. You guys came over for like Cookie Day and watching the football game. Shout games out to Cookie Day! Shout like if, cookie you, day. if you guys don't know, like I get extra excited. It, it triggered a toothache in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's nothing to do, but like Trevor's wife has a holiday or an incredible day tradition, where yeah. it's a tradition, and I've only been part of it twice, and I really don't ever want to miss it because. You never get to try so many home-baked cookies at one point. The whole idea is... Tell me. So, she just bakes all day, and I either cook or order food and drink and watch holiday classics like Die Hard and Just Friends and In Bruges and other art... Huh? Humble on two. That's right. (laughs) That's my new favorite Christmas movie. the, The OG Grinch that always makes the list, but... Uh, there's always football on. It's it's like the Sunday or two before before Christmas, and that's that's at our house. It all it was born, of course, in Ocala, where my wife is from. Um, they do a, a separate like family cookie thing there. But I was like, you know what? We're old enough that we should probably start our own and own it, you know. So we have our friends over and propagate the tradition as you do, you know. It's a traditional Irish Catholic type thing that you do. But anyway. See what you did there? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> here, I think most of the people that work here are actually from Ireland, so it's probably not good to adopt an accent because they're going to fuck with you. The two, guys, the, like the, the two guys that talk to me, they're like, no, not fuck me, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's Cookie Day, and uh, we found Juan's phone, so we're back in action. I almost had a fucking heart attack, guys. I went up to like, and and... This is what alcohol does, and probably a little bit of other stuff, is the phone's underneath the menu. <laughs> That's the long story short. You can short. only imagine what it was like for was... poor Juan to be traipsing up and down Curry Ford Boulevard. Looking at the Look, floor in the road, stopping cars. Is, is that Stopping dead, bingo games. Is that a, is that a dead animal? Excuse me. Excuse me. Has anybody seen... Has anybody seen my fucking phone? <laughs> what would you get? If we were to try a Dubliner... 
the smoked salmon, which I'll let you look, oh. or whatever the fuck is on here that's a special. What, what do you, what do you, it's what do you either think? this, that, or this, I think. I think the Dubliner is probably going to be pretty like, spot on. That's, that's what, what I, that's what I would do. That's as Irish as gets, right? What is this? Have you seen this? It's, it's pasty. So, uh, the traditional beef pasty, according to this menu, is ground beef, onions, potatoes, carrots, and a buttery house made pastry. So, that's what about. Pretty- Dublin or that? Read that. Steak and ale pie? Well, that's more of like a like a pot pie type thing with beef and... Is that like, what Irish people like, do? Yeah, they put a lot of pots the and Dublin pies. Dublin is definitely... I think it would probably be better food. Can I put in an order with you, boss? When you have a set? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Oh, snap. Like the to dip in? Yeah, yeah sounds good. This just in from Apple News. I'm sure it happened, you know, several hours before we're reporting it. But uh, the House of Representatives voted to impeach Donald Trump. It's the third time a U.S. president has been impeached. Awesome. We'll see how that affects his second term. Here we go. Here we don't go. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what that does for a second term. The good thing is, at least this podcast has material through like at least March. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that they're going for this and, like, that their base hasn't turned on them because I would figure that more common-sense people in their base would exist and say, look, why don't we focus on policy now? We tried this Russian shit. It didn't work. It kind of, like, backfired on us. Now we're trying this. Like, I understand. why don't we focus on policy? I understand and I appreciate that position. And it makes a lot of sense and it is actually true. However... They want him out. They, they want him out so bad that I think it's all bets are off. They're gonna do. Oh, of they're gonna do whatever they can do. This is full desperate. I don't, I don't know if it's not past assassination, and that's that's not even like conspiracy level shit. Say it again. They, they, hate, they hate him so much that I'm not sure that they wouldn't kill him <laughs> to keep him from winning again. I've thought that, and 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 Donald. Almost into like deep into his first year, didn't fire his personal security. Did you know that? I did. Like deep into his first year, he didn't fire his main guy that's been with him forever. Right. And and when Donald fires someone like that, like a Steve Bannon or other people, it's not fired. You guys, you guys are put on another job. Because I seen what Bannon does, and I seen what some of the other ones that are still part of him do. They work for him. Yeah. I read this great article in Fast Company, the magazine. I love Fast Company. So did you read the article that uh, that Chance the Rapper did? It was like last month and the month before. No, tell me about it. Craziest story. My parents get Fast Company and Ink. I like Ink a lot. Delivered to their house. Ink is my favorite. Delivered to, to their house to in house. my name. Oh, that's And funny. they never get a bill. That's And funny. I never get a bill. That's so every funny. time I meet up with my parents, they have a stack of magazines for me. <laughs> Dude, I love Ink. I would love to get your so, Ink copies. So, absolutely. I'll bring them to you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I read them cover to cover I and I appreciate I love reading those cover to cover. Yep. I love Ink. So the last one, the last month... Uh, was Chance the Rapper and it basically was an interview that told his whole story and he's a Chicago native he's a deep deep you know Chicago Dem and his dad actually worked for Obama on his campaign worked in the White House I didn't know that yeah so and and he he, respects Kanye and and Chance's story and Chance's dad's story is a rags to riches type thing where he worked his ass off and got to where he is now but now he's uh, he's a big player in Chicago politics anyway he got in trouble for they thought he was a Trump guy who? Chance. 
No. But he was just like, no. don't. Was, that was just because of his hat. Yeah, but he was just like, don't. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I like Chance. I saw I saw Chance at Lollapalooza by by chance because <laughs> he, because one of the tracks on his latest album, his first album, has a feature by Death Cab for Cutie. It's just an indie rock band which I went to see. While That's who you went to see. I went to see Death Cab for Cutie, and he trots out, and he's he's from Chicago. It's in Chicago. He's the guy in Chicago, and I'm like front row. <laughs> no, no shit. And I text a picture of that to Brandy, who's on the other side of the whole park, seeing Janelle Monae with my wife, and she's like, "Really? Are you kidding me?" For Death Cab for Cutie, he comes out. I'm like, sorry, they did a track together. Like, I took a chance, and I won. <laughs> oh, wow. They weren't there with you because they went to They went to show. another concert. <laughs> That's such a treat for you. Wow. Yes. It was, it was me, it was Front great. Row, Chance the Rapper, great. Death Cab for Cutie. It was beautiful. They did two or three songs together. It was awesome. And you never heard it before. Did you I, it? No, it was brand new. He did, hadn't even released the album yet. That's awesome. And you enjoyed it. You <laughs> it was it. perfect. It was perfect. Because that's his city, and those are his people, and everybody's there for him. So, anyway, back to the story about the uh, the article. It, it tells it, you know, how he he was a terrible student, terrible high school student, because he was always bored. And now he can't stay asleep. He goes to bed at like one or two in the morning, wakes up at five. It's not just that he has two young children, but he's just thinking. He's just like, this is what I'm going to do next. And it's not about just business. It's about all of his different charities that are focused on children, mostly in Chicago, but some are worldwide. And he, his, his net worth is only maybe $5 million. But he has his own record label. He has his first album came out last year. Or this year, actually. Earlier this year. And he's like, I got to go do this. I only sleep for two, three hours a night, but I have to go to work. <laughs> I have to go to work. And he still has a great relationship with his wife, which he met in high school, and all these other things. So I have a ton of respect for this guy. Yeah, and I know he works with Kanye, too. And, and I respect him, too. I've heard about his uh, love for the community uh -huh. that he's from. Yeah. Or I have always heard that about and him. And it's mutual, and you know? Yeah, like, I know that... I don't know... I don't, I don't have my... Like, I don't have the information in front of me, but... At one time, he got coined the Trump guy or some shit like along those lines, and he got a lot of heat. And then he's like, "No, no, 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 that's not what I meant." Like he had to explain himself and shit. This is early, so it's probably like no, 2017. I, re I remember that story, and he had some, he had some real like kind of centrist views. And that's people, what it was. So everybody saying, then people were saying, him with that. "Oh no, you couldn't possibly be in that tank." And he was like, "No, I'm not." But. What he said still made sense because it resonated with people across the aisle. But he's he's like a hardcore Chicago dad. Yeah, he's yeah. a hardcore <laughs> Chicago dad. He's cool with Kanye though. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, know that him and Kanye are like this. Yeah, pretty close. I guess you gotta lean. Allegedly. you know, you gotta you gotta lean on people who can support you when you're young and getting getting started. That's one of the smartest people in the music industry game. Is Kanye? He's smarter than fucking than. Then the girl he took the mic from, that's super famous and rich. What's her name? Swank? No. Uh, Hillary? No. Uh, it's not. Was it the most famous Swank? girl? No, the most famous girl of all. I thought it was Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That's it. <laughs> it wasn't, sorry, it wasn't Hillary Swank. Sorry, white people. You're not my type. I love you, too. I love you. You have good songs. I will admit, you have good songs. 
but my point is, is that like she makes stupid deals where some other guy owns all her shit. Good luck trying to do that to Kanye. Good luck. Good luck. Kanye. Kanye's a fucking animal. Like when it comes to his business, he has also been. And he's going religious, which means he's going for tax free, in my opinion. Which, by the way, Kanye, genius. If you're going to be a billionaire, why not cut off that 50, 60 percent they take? This is a weird transition, but I was listening inadvertently to some old music on my computer the other night. And there was Kanye's first album. And it's, it's, some of it, exactly. Some of it is basically gospel. It's art. And I'm like, he said it then. He said that was what he wanted to do. So the, nothing should surprise you from here on out. It, it's it's what he said he was going then to do. Then he made Heartbreak, which is after like a relationship <laughs> thing. And it, like, it, his mom died. Like, that is one of the most... That album gives me goosebumps. Like, I, I've i never been in a car where grown men are singing at the top of their lungs. Singing lyrics. <laughs> like, some, yeah, exactly. Like, Heartbreak is one of the greatest albums I've ever listened to in my life. And that's Mr. West. And he's just... My dark, beautiful nightmare or whatever. I thought he was, was a clown when he... When he came out during Your People, Louisiana, your, shout out. Your, your People. Shout out to Louisiana. <laughs> My People. Uh, when they had the hurricane. Uh-huh. And he had the most, one of the most famous Quotes events. of all time. Quotes yep. of all time. Was George him, Bush. It was him not, and Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> George Bush does not care about black people. Chris I Tucker remember, like gets it was cut yes, to after. Like it was yesterday. Too. Chris Tucker's like, what? Yeah, I have to follow that. Like, I mean, he just started like George Bush. Is not like <laughs> it's one of my guys. If you oh. for the younger viewers, for the ones that know what it is, it's absolutely amazing. For the younger viewers, you have to YouTube. 2005. Check it out. <laughs> and you have to it's remember like it's, what Katrina it's, it's a telethon that was on every channel and Kanye gets on and he, he has like two or three like genial sentences and then he drops that bomb <laughs> and that's it Mike Myers does not know what to say and they toss in powers they, they, by the way. Yeah. but it's like super super white <laughs> super super white Mike Myers he looks straight at the camera and it's not like he makes a gesture or anything. He just like looks off stage, and then they cut. <laughs> they cut to Chris Tucker. That's this guy right here. So much. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So everybody knows the rules. One bite. One bite. One ordered a Dubliner. Which is, look at this. It's a beautiful Irish uh, staple. Most, mostly potato chips, and the rest of it, the rest of it is a roast beef sandwich with au jus, and uh, some French bread. It looks delicious. Roast beef, caramelized onions, and there's a slaw attached to it, which looks pretty good. Once again, this place is called Clada College Cottage. Clada Cottage. Very pretty, and you got to get the Guinness in the background, mates. Are you being fit? Yeah, I'm being fit. There you go. All right. Here we go. Got to get your honest review. Let's get in there. Try a nice big bite. It's almost like a French dip in the sense that they brought the high. That's right. 
I wonder what the dip is like. So you gotta have this, you gotta have this au jus. You dip your sandwich in that. That's the way you do it. So while you're chewing, I gotta tell a quick story. You know, we talked about football earlier. My folks were at the Monday night football game this week. Which was? Which was Colts at Saints. So they're friends from like college or high school or whatever. Folks that like still live in the general area where their parents live. Um, have like box seats catered and they were like we can't make it to the game do you guys want our tickets and so my parents decided to go to this game they just you know they go home and they see everybody your parents are the first choice to get the tickets yeah so it's taken care of it's like the Reggie Bush suite you know (laughs) 50 yard line in the Superdome see everything do everything your parents have done it for a long time well I mean they haven't done it I don't think they've ever done it before. No, but they've known them. They've, they've known them forever, since like, high school. So, and so they got the invite. Done. And so it's a blowout win, 34 to 7. You know? I didn't even know that. Yeah. So my folks are super happy. I got a nice picture of them in that suite. They're all happy and very excited about it. But um, I took them to a game last year, and we bought my cousin's tickets. She was... Excited about going to the game and then had something else you needed to do. It was Christmas time and it was the Saints versus the Steelers, okay. which is my wife's team. Huge game. And it was only a three point game. We still won. The last, but the Saints still won. The last time I went to a Steelers Saints game was in, was in, she's, her whole family was in Pittsburgh. And we all went to Pittsburgh. I was the only Saints fan, and we won by three points <laughs> at Hinesfield. That was four years ago, <laughs> or five years ago. So I'm not allowed to go to any more Saints Steelers games. You're like a jinx. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't let you in either. No one's more passionate than Pittsburgh fans. That's right. They say they're the most traveled, they're the most passionate. They'll I agree. They'll do, they'll do anything. They'll go to San Diego. They'll go to Seattle. Bro, the, like, Pittsburgh fans in Jacksonville will outnumber Jacksonville fans. Mm. Also, and that's incredible. And Philly are assholes, but they don't travel like Pittsburgh. A couple years ago, most. A couple years ago, I took my parents to... A Steelers at Jags game yeah, with Nicole Steelers family. run this shit. Yep, it was mostly yeah, mostly I've been there mostly for that. terrible towels. Yeah. I've been there for that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no one I've ever seen travels better than Steelers fans. Uh, in my personal opinion, Philadelphia's pretty out there too, but not even close no. to the passion and the travel capacity of the city. Do you know who's up there though? Browns. Yeah, Browns fans are passionate, man. They're like passionate, you guys. but there's not a lot. They're of them. everywhere. Though. They're <laughs> everywhere. No, there are a lot. They're everywhere. They're just not proud, so they're not loud. They shouldn't be. Yeah, they shouldn't be. Everywhere. They shouldn't be. There's a lot. But some of the best players drafted. There's a lot. Not, not a lot of success. If, I think if, if ever there was a year they were going to do something special, it was supposed to be this year. Because they had OBJ. They had what, Kareem Hunt. I think he eventually ended up there. Or was it Tyreek Hill? I can't remember. Between the two of them have had you know domestic issues. <laughs> I did not know that. Former, former Chiefs. 
Anyway, it's a tough spot to be in as a not a good football team. And, you know, I, I understand that, you know, the Saints used to be called the Aints because we were not a good football team. Stanks, the Aints. My friend always called them Stanks. The Stanks? Yeah. Well, you know, our time could be coming to an end. Breeze leaves and we suck. It is what it is. But we had Teddy B for five games this season, five and zero. Oh. So I'm down to ride. <laughs> He's a uh, Ohio State guy, right? No. Teddy went to. Where did he go? I thought he was Ohio State. I no, I can't remember where he went exactly. It wasn't Ohio State. He's from, Auburn. He's from South Florida originally, but producer, look that shit up. <laughs> Where did Teddy Bridgewater play college? We're trying to figure this out. Louisville? You know who else went to Louisville? Who? Lamar Jackson. I didn't mean, know that. And he was incredible in Louisville. He is incredible in the did he NFL. Went to, did he win two Heisman? Is that him? No. Oh, actually, I think he did. <laughs> but I can't remember. I really don't know. No, you know what? You're right. He did. You won, right? Because they have three Heisman Trophy winners on the Baltimore Ravens right now. Yeah. Two of them are Mark Ingram, former Saint from Alabama. RG3. RG3. Shout out to Marshall, right? No? I don't know where he went to school. It's <laughs> Marshall, I'm pretty sure. And Lamar Jackson from Louisville. It's two syllables, Louisville. Shout out to uh, UCF's opponent. <laughs> Where did RG3 go to school? Was it Marshall? No, oh, Baylor. 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 I knew it was Baylor, a green Baylor, team. Baylor Bears. I knew it was a green Baylor team. Baylor Bears. It was green. We're the, we're the worst <laughs> sports analysts, uh, analysts ever. <laughs> My bad, Marshall. You, you guys still it. suck. But you guys had uh, Randy Moss because he dropped out of another school that was a lot better. And y'all going to get beat up, by the way. Randy Moss is the greatest wide receiver of all time. Not until Mike Thomas takes it. Can't guard Mike is going to take it. Breaking records each game. He's a saint? Yep, I'm biased. I got the jersey. No, I know. (laughs) Where did he play school? He went to school in Ohio State. If you look at... If you look at the Saints team, like half of it is Ohio State. It's weird that way. Because you would think it would be like a pipeline from LSU directly to the NFL. Close, you know, everybody's a fan from start to finish. But actually, I have a different a different new idea that we need to put a pipeline from UCF to the Saints. We got black and gold. We got Latavius Murray. We got Traquan Smith. Just keep sending players directly. And they could be third, fourth, seventh round picks. But as long as we keep producing at that level. The Jaguars have that with Florida teams. Exactly. Exactly. It's still a high-powered offense. With Florida, with Mm -hmm. all of them, they have that. They always get those Florida players. I always so, think it's a strategic pick too because like they got a local guy. More tickets. Yeah, I mean that it, it, it's a generator. Look at yeah. look at plus the college part of it that he played for like the Gators or whatever. Yep. 
A lot of Florida teams do that. It's weird how many good players go to teams that are not great and then end up like bumping up their ticket sales because they're local. You know, they, they built their fan base early. So, the fuck football. Good luck to the who's gonna. It's between the Ravens and the New England Patriots. Okay, on the AFC side. Yep, that's I, it. And whoever wins that wins the Super Bowl. I disagree. Shout if, out to your Saints. If, if the Patriots, if the Patriots somehow pull it out, like they always be, do, which they always do, cheating or not. I actually just heard it's Tom Brady's first year now in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that's pretty big he news. Screwed, he screwed the pooch, didn't he? If somehow they figure it out and they beat the Ravens in that playoff, which is going to happen, should happen. Then but you never know. It'll be Patriots Saints in Miami. Ten years after the Saints won their only Super Bowl. Against the Patriots? No. They beat the Colts in Miami. Okay. So they beat Manning? They beat Manning. So he will be the only, Bruce will be the only quarterback to have beat Favre, Manning, and Brady in the postseason. Has he beat Brady he, already? Uh, he has before, yes. No, in the postseason? Not in the postseason. Not for the belt. Right. If he gets up for the belt, like that, that puts Breeze in the top five. Like, go, go. He's already, he's already breaking records. Like, did, you, did you see Monday Brady's Night Football? Goat. Did you see Monday Night Football? <laughs> Most passing well. yards. Most passing touchdowns. <laughs> Just, I'm Brady. If you're, if you're in the game 19, 20 years, you're going to have some records. But he's got most of them right now. He's really good, man. Your guy's really good. If he retires this year after winning the Super Bowl, I'm okay with that. But he's not going to retire if he doesn't win the Super Bowl. He's not going to. Not going to do it. Nope. <laughs> I'm a big fan of your quarterback. Shout out to Drew Brees. Shout out. It's a good I dude. still think Brady's the greatest of all time that's ever, ever, ever touched or held to throw in a football. But we'll see. But he'll probably prove it again this year. I can't. Potentially. He can have a big spark. He can have a big spark. But, I mean, you cannot deny, like, not deny, but you can't, like, count them out, right? Yeah. Does he have six rings to himself? That's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. We're living through one of the greatest dynasties of football that's ever. My question is. Since, like, 9-11. Right? That was America's, that was America's that. team. <laughs> that was part of the conspiracy. That's why the Patriots keep winning. <laughs> because they're not the Cowboys? <laughs> because, because it's patriotic. The, I mean, the, cow, the Cowboys, quote, are America's team. <laughs> not anymore. No, it's I'm saying. That was in the 90s. <laughs> Maybe in the 90s, yes, that was true. Not anymore. That's the Patriots. The Patriots are America's team. And a lot of people hate them. And they're yeah, I was going to say the, the, the most America's mo- most hated Cowboys. team. A lot of people hated the Cowboys. A lot of people hate the Cowboys because they're fake. <laughs> but you cannot deny what the Patriots have accomplished. Asterisk and no asterisk. Go fuck yourself. They're the greatest football team okay. that has ever ever existed, and it's because of a coach and a quarterback. Most court or most Super Bowl wins. Most wins, period, by a head coach. Those are facts. I don't by think. Them too, I don't, by I, Belichick? Yeah. I don't I think. I don't think. Um, 
most quarterback wins. I don't think that's a metric that we should track. You give Brady a Hall of Fame wide receiver and you break every fucking re- record well, just why, like him and Randy why, did. That's why I don't get the whole controversy over Gordon and Brown. Why, why didn't they continue to protect those guys? Because they would have had a season if they had kept those guys. You can't protect it because then Gordon just got suspended indefinitely. Well, well he did. But yesterday that, or the other day. He did. But that didn't happen when the Patriots had it. But the Patriots are smart enough to know that's going to happen, and we can't risk you because they, you're a fucking fuck-up. They took him on. Correct. Knowing he had a history. Yeah, but they fix they fix fuck-ups. Or they make fuck-ups at least stay in line. They let, this guy was so bad, they let him go they again. They let him go without... A top number one receiver. I know. A number one. Know. He, not, made, he not, made plays Guys, for not number one on a team. Number one in the league as a fucking pothead, allegedly. <laughs> All right? Josh Gordon is a fucking beast. He never went out not high. And for <laughs> Seattle, he was a mate. I think he had, like, a career game in Seattle before he got suspended indefinitely. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so that's on him. The, the, that just shows how smart the Patriots are. They got rid of him. And that was the outcome. That's, like, fortune teller shit. You got rid of him, which I was against. And you could have had him and the other crazy guy. Antonio Brown, who had domestic issues or he had legal issues with folks Pro Bowl in, in fucking Orlando, Florida. Brown set it up that he he apologized and he's ready to come back. And he set it up basically if there's any chance of coming back, the Patriots will take him. I bet That's they how would. he left. I bet they would. That's how he left. I bet it. they would. He's like, you guys did what you had I to do. I'm professional. I'll do whatever you need. Like, he also talks a lot of shit. So, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> he said a lot he of things. Apologize that, at he the said, end. He said a lot of things that he shouldn't have said. Look, you know, you know. I'm just saying. Here's, Here's the some, greatest so, question. Sometimes you don't say that. Here's a question that just came up, and for you football <laughs> fucks, since we're in a football conversation, is is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. <laughs> Did you hear that? He said no, and he laughed, and he just shook his head. I wish you guys could have seen that. I will argue absolutely, and I'll give you one reason why. Just one. That man is responsible for stopping a perfect season by the greatest team that's ever been assembled. A team that almost beat the Dolphins record, but because of that man, just because of that beat, Honorable mention. <laughs> that's because, and two Super Bowl wins, but just because yeah. of him stopping no a perfect season, the two Super Bowl wins. automatic Hall of Fame. You did it. And you got another ring. Like, you're not just a scrub and like a, a like, not an asshole. Like, like that's my opinion because this is like everybody's like no and then I bring up like he stopped the perfect season right and and the way he did like that's Hall of Fame shit you stopped you stopped perfection and then that's not your own defeat you want another ring <laughs> like yeah, you're a Manning I see it I see you, it you had that Manning sperm that big head <laughs> He's a much smaller person. <laughs> He's a much smaller. His man. brother, to me, is top three quarterback of all time. Like I don't, I didn't see Unitas play. I didn't see. Any, I saw fucking Peyton play. Yeah. Peyton, Peyton before Brady became the greatest was art. It was absolute 
beautiful art to see a man go to the line and say, fuck you, coach. Not fuck you, coach, but like, <laughs> I am the coach. He blew it up. He did. I'll he switch changed, whatever you call. He changed call. the game. Anything you game. call, I will switch at the line because what? I'm smarter than you. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And it works. I'm going to win. And it works. I know it better than you do. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely one of the most beautiful things to watch is fucking a Peyton Manning run offense. It was gorgeous. Like, it was art. His his ability to, to read the offense and change the play, it's unheard of. Like, it's... He was, so, he was my goat before that is so interesting Brady became that goat. I know. I understand. And then, but not to be left out from the Saints, he's right there. Tracy Porter. No, you're boy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. He changed the play with that interception that was run back during the Super Bowl against the Saints. Tracy Porter jumps in. He jumps the line, grabs it, and that was a changed play. the Saints. Mm-hmm. Because of your boy a, switching the play. <laughs> no, so it, was, he it was your boy. It was Peyton Manning changing oh, the play oh, okay, <laughs> at the okay, same okay. time. <laughs> so, yes, I understand that he's a great battlefield general. <laughs> but that he was a critical mistake. <laughs> critical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's only has what? One ring? Who? Peyton? I don't know how many he has. He, I know he beat... He has a ring. Oh, yeah. 100%. MVP. Peyton has more than one? Probably three. I'm pretty sure he has two or three. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Producer, look that shit up. (laughs) I was in Texas. I was in Houston with our boy Dylan um, watching the Super Bowl. The guy that sells the suits? No, he does not do that. That's that's Alex Homer. Okay. But he was there. How many Super Bowls does Peyton Manning we were watching that game against the Panthers, and the Panthers got exposed as fakes, total fakes, because they got steamrolled by Peyton Manning and his Broncos. Four. Four games played. I bet he has three rings. He said, hey, I'm Peyton Manning. I'm answering the yeah. question. How many rings do you have? How many Super Bowl rings does Peyton Manning have? We're asking a phone for facts, by the way. Two. <laughs> Multiple. Okay, so I was right. <laughs> it's more than one. <laughs> but you brought up a good point. Is that this man basically called the shot every single time. And in this sport that is so odd, so against the norm, but you live and die by that. And you mentioned a point where him doing what he does best turned into a costly mistake that cost him a Super Bowl? He saw the defense, and he said, I'm going to throw it this way. And there's audio of people on the sideline telling the guy who intercepted, he's going to do this. Watch this player. Then that's on. Then that's on great coaching on the opponents on the Saints. That's right. That's that's world class coaching. Yep. Because that's scouting. That's one on one scouting. You go back. We know this play. It. We see the lineup. It was the ninety percent game because because the Saints were down until that point, and they stayed up for the rest of the game. That was the absolute momentum shift that they needed. Did uh, your boy win the MVP? He did. That game. Yep. Well deserved. Yep. Looking against Manning. Against Peyton Manning. 
it is against 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 a guy whose dad played for the Saints. For the, but not just played for like that was the original legend of the Saints, right? That's right. Archie, Archie was, was like the Saints. Like that was that the guy. Saints. That was the guy that put everybody, on the map. everybody was saying, "Let's get Peyton," but they couldn't because they weren't bad enough. <laughs> they weren't bad enough. <laughs> Peyton is fucking unbelievable. New Orleans native son goes to some other team, and then Peyton that, was then like LeBron happens. in the sense that like he always had like shit or mediocre teams, but he was so fucking good. He made him look. Like, not like LeBron because LeBron is LeBron had high school kids <laughs> and he took them to the fucking championships of an NBA final with one of the worst teams in the history of any sport not even basketball any sport yeah a professional sport took this kid was so talented as a fucking teenager and he took grown ass men that sucked <laughs> that sucked right, to the promise line and lost because he's such a player <laughs> against like Hall of Fame career legends and good coaching. And he's our age. And look at look what he's accomplished. He's class of 2003. Shout out to class of 2003, which I always said was the last cool class of our oh, era. Don't discount everybody that came after us. Yeah, after They're just us, learning. Listen, after us, you guys have a lot of, you know, like potential and a lot of cool... But it's different, guys. You guys just didn't live what we lived through, man. That's right. It's not your fault, man. It's just life. That's just the internet, baby. O three 3 was the last thing. You couldn't figure it that out. That was LeBron. We figured it out when it was happening. You couldn't figure it out. You know why? There is no more LeBrons. That's right. That was it. That's, that was that's the, the end. It was O three, 3 baby. Do you, do you, can you say if there's any player that came after him that could None. do it better than him? Not nope. one. And I always called it. I said, 03 is the last cool class. They're kind of wild, but they're cool. Chop it off. Tell you what, that's it, baby. That's our week today. How about your boy? Do you want to bring that? Oh, yeah. You should bring it. I'm here to Katie. You're not going to eat it? You eat it. Sheriff pulls up, calls the fucking guy, the horse brigade, and takes the horse, tows the fucking buggy, and arrests the kid. Right? Like a 16, 17 year old kid. He goes in front of the judge. The judge can't do anything to him. He's like, except for give him classes. He's like, I can give you a bunch of guys. Because they live on a church, right? So the community service is his fucking life, right? He doesn't have a license. Right? He doesn't have a driver's license. They don't have to have a fucking driver's license. They can find the shit out of him and give him a bunch of classes. So they find him, right? And they probably pay cash right there. So they get to use the purchases. So they couldn't fuck with the kid. And the classes, um, the classes, they don't have online. They don't have right? them online. They don't have online. The only way you can take those fucking classes are online. It's 100%. You can't take any other class. You can't go down on paper anymore. You have to go let's go to the public libraries. I'm not allowed to use the public library. It's against my religion. Because it's the man has the power on, right? So these find the shadow. They pay cash walked away, right? So the sheriff had a vendetta against fucking the Amish. Because like they, they do. They don't pay taxes. They run the town. And one of the boys, Amish boys, they said, was, they thought he was gay. He hung himself in the barn, right? So the sheriff went there, cut him down, called it a crime scene, had him, court, uh, like, it might be a murder thing. Oh, wow. So, like, the Amish community, the elders come over, like, some, you just can't come walking on our property and make decisions. We have passes, but when people do this, we have to go through our religion. He's like, he's like, you're in my county. And he goes, <laughs> following my rules. Like, no, 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 that's what the sheriff said to the fucking Amish. You're in my county. He's like, 
the fucking population jumped like 28% because you'd be there six months residency, you get, um, you get vote. They voted his ass out. Wow. And they told like, like this, they put a fucking, uh, like, uh, an ex Amish guy in that was like the one that didn't like commit. Yeah. He peeled off two before he got baptized so he could still be communicated. Interesting. Yeah, and they're like, he goes, he goes, now it's my county. <laughs> That's what he said. Like, on TV and everything. And they're like, don't fuck wow. He's like, He's like, we moved that people from Pennsylvania, probably. Oh, gee. Brother like. Jeff Dyer. Yeah, he's like, That's right. he's like, he's like, he's like, you may have a badge and a gun, but we're the people. That's right. And yeah, they yeah, vote yeah. his ass right up. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. The judge doesn't fuck with him anymore. And I was like, yes, sir. Nope. It's like, like fire ants. Poke that nest. Every different direction. All of a sudden, you're like, sorry, we can't sell you gas. Why? <laughs> oh, well, fuck. <laughs> exactly. Wow. That's a pretty cool story. It is a great story. What are you going to do? You can't do anything to them. Any way. Maybe try to attack them. Maybe sheer numbers. They can send all their kids out here. Maybe get guns and still wipe you out. Oh. Here, hold this. Oh, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Bye-bye. Three just went by. Please show up. If you go out this door... This is a county road. You call 911, the sheriff shows up. The sheriff. If you go out that door and, and call 911, that's a state road. Florida Highway Patrol shows up. Wow. <laughs> you seen all three here? Oh, yeah. We only found out about that one uh, a couple months ago. We knew about these two. We knew about these two. You find out live. Um, but there was, there was an accident out there. And oh, we, we called 911. Here. We called 911. And um, to report it, and they're like, well, where, where, where is it? We're like, well, it's at the, you know, it's at the intersection of, of Curry Ford and Bumby. Are they on Bumby or are they on Curry Ford? It's like, it's at the intersection. <laughs> well, are they, you know, are they more on Curry Ford or more on Bumby? Because, <laughs> like, six inches makes a big difference. They're <laughs> at the intersection. They're in the intersection. They sent the fire department because the fire department can cross lines. They're impartial. Yeah. To, to, to decide, make to make the judgment, who, and they're like, oh, Florida Highway Patrol, they have to come. Yeah. <laughs> they sent Bumby the fire department. Pa- the fire department State gets road. paid for the, making the choice. Yeah, well, they came, they were offering aid to the people, you know, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. But, but it was like, oh, yeah, Florida Highway but Patrol. But for the police, they, they had the final say on yeah. who it is. We had an accident here um, where the guy came around the corner here and hit. he clipped the um, stop sign that used to be there. Now the stop sign has moved over there, but there was a stop sign you can see where it used to be in the cement. Right. Um, and he clipped it, and it flew up and hit the side of our building. Oh, he came around so fast, and so when they called 911, that was the sheriff, because it happened on that road, so oh, that was the sheriff. But you know right away when it's on. Uh, yeah, we didn't know. know we, right away and we're like, what in. are you talking about? We're like, you know, yeah, like, you why are you asking, where, where, what, where is the car? Why are you asking where wow. the car is? Wow. Yeah, but it was, like, Did oh, you send me hourglass people? Other side of the street. It's on the other side of the street. We see because we see the police cars running, racing back and forth. Yeah. It's like they'll never stop you. Like, like we're not worried. But we see them go by. Like you know, bat signal. There's like a, a light you can turn on. Like, we had by uh, the way, one uh, day we had the we were it was the middle of dinner and the uh, one of the sheriff's uh, deputies walked in and he was in riot gear when he walked in. Oh, wow. And I just looking around and I walked up to him, I said, can I help you? He goes, is there anything wrong? I'm like, not that I know of. He's like, you're sure? I said, yes. He says, is there anything wrong in the back? 
now he's like trying to find out if I could, you know, give him a message, you know. And I'm just looking at him and I said, you know what? I said, you're more than welcome to come in the back or if you want me to walk back there myself and ask, I can walk back there myself. <laughs> Walking back like this? Yeah, like, and he's like, no. He said, you know, he said, just go in the back. I want to see you go in the kitchen and walk back out again. And I said, okay. I walked into the kitchen and I said, and people were all looking around. <laughs> Who called him? Everything okay? Like, yep. Somebody else called him. It wasn't us. Uh, wow. But wow. it was just so funny because he came right in and he was ready to go. Yeah, of course. You know, right. So, you know, and he was like, like seems pretty cool to me. The shield, yeah. the, the, not the gun, but he had a stick. I'm like, stick, yeah. like are you all right? Some shit on the phone. Like, I don't know. <laughs> We're fine. Yeah, a potato with a bomb. Is there another the Irish neighbors, bar? Maybe, like... The neighbors, maybe? The neighbors? Yeah, exactly. Another well, it Irish says bar. Go very deep. It's uh, the parking lot, then there's a red house. And then, and then after the red house is a uh, open lot, right? And that lot is in Orlando. The red house is in uh-huh. Orange County, and the and That's the open so lot crazy. is in Orlando. Yep. Yeah. Take a couple walks down that way. You'll find something going on for sure. Not in our kitchen. He, he, he that can only way. go one house. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you got a couple good stories. Try. Right.